This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing, wait, you've never seen the IT crowd? I, are you sure it's not the IT crowd? I want to say IT crowd in the worst way. I mean, the IT crowd implies they're cool and they work in IT. So, sorry, IT workers out there. You just generally have that stereotype of not cool. That's the joke, though. I mean, the joke in the title is... It looks like the it crowd, but they are not the. It's the I opposite see. of the it crowd, right? Yeah. That's what I. That's what I assumed was going on. I just assumed that because no one calls their IT department the the IT crowd, you know. Correct. Like, so I just assume they're being playful with the name and being ironic about the it crowd, but they are the least, the least it it crowd. The I don't know, IT maybe crowd. we should find somebody else saying it so that we know. That's interesting. Well, actually, you two, if we had bothered to use Google, we could have told you that it's pronounced both as the IT crowd and the it crowd. Go on, chuckleheads. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I don't really have any trigger warnings. Um, well, there we, was that one time where Moss pushes Roy up against the the wall to kiss him to protect him from the cops. An unrequited kiss. Kiss. That's a little. And on, and the and there's ro- there's a is it a bank robbery or just an old fashioned like a, there's a robbery. There's guns and whatnot. That's a little disturbing. Yeah, I don't know what they were robbing, but there yeah, was a robbery, clear. an armed robbery. Yes. I'm sure if we were British, we would know. They're like. Oh, that's the Marks and Spencers it is. I know what that is in London town. Hello. Look, like, Dick Van Dyke would like a word about how bad your accent is, and that's saying a lot. No, I was doing... Uh, that's you were my doing Monty, Dick Van Dyke? That's my Monty Python. Oh. My Monty Python... Anyway. Monty Python meets... Meets the chimney, so AP does. Hello. Why do you end everything with Hello. Because it's funny. Hello. To who? The only person that matters. (laughs) Me. Okay. So tell me three things you expected from this television program. Program. I'm very... I I, I impressed myself. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The first one... This is pretty safe and I don't even think this is really true. Number one... Uh, an ethnically diverse cast. Because there's a guy who looks like he might be Pakistani or black. I'm not sure what the ethnicity is of the guy who plays Moss. I am not sure either. Mm. I believe he... Let me look it up. So, Richard Ayode. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. It's A-Y-O-A-D-E. He was born in Hammersmith and grew up in Suffolk in England the son of a Norwegian mother and a Nigerian father. Wow. So he's Nigerian, Norwegian, British. 
Number two, I expected this show to be about nothing, like Seinfeld with smart nerds. Okay. Which I, anyway, number three, everyone hates their job. It'll be like a drudgery of work show. Okay. So did you expect to like it? I did. When, when the show comes up, I love The Office, and when this show, when The Office comes up, uh, inevitably, someone will say like, "Oh, have you seen the IT crowd?" Blah, blah. I'm like, "No, I have." You haven't seen the IT? <laughs> they literally in, they evoke the name, the title of our show. <laughs> so, yeah, I did expect to like it. Four point five stars. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is your one sentence TV guide summary? <clears throat> In this madcap comedy, smart nerds try to get through their boring workaday lives and try not to fall in love with one another. Well, I mean, they did kiss. They did. They did try. So, would you like to hear what IMDb had to say? Oh, it's not exactly like that. Well, what I'm <laughs> what I'm going to do is read the main the main description. We but should then, also mention the episodes we watch, too. We, we watch two episodes and not the first and second episode. We should say that up front. Correct. If you would let me weave my tail. I will read the generic description for the show and then the ones for each episode that we watch. Uh, okay, well, I did Because didn't. it is episodic. Um, people may not know uh, what episodes that we watched. Okay. So... Yeah, so I didn't... I didn't think to write my guesses for what each episode would be. I just have oh, a no. general description. But go ahead. So um, the IT crowd is um, from... Two th- it's a TV series, a British TV series that ran from 2006 to 2013. And it's rated TV 14. And it's a comedy. It says, The comedic misadventures of Roy Moss and their grifting supervisor, Jen a ragtag team of IT support workers at a large corporation headed by a hot-headed yuppie. Oh, I don't think I've met the hot-headed yuppie yet. I think he was the one that was in charge of the um, aerobics class. Oh, that weird, unnecessarily sexual thing? Yes. That was so strange. Okay, so the first episode we watched was Are We Not Men? Are We Not Men? Which was season three, episode two, for those following along at home. Mm-hmm. And that is Roy and Moss's attempt to bluff their way through conversations using generic football guy talk goes catastrophically out of control when Roy befriends the wrong crowd. Meanwhile, Jen dates a man who looks like a magician to everyone. That was so funny. <laughs> the second episode we watched was... Um, season four, episode two, and it was called The Final Countdown. <laughs> but not that kind. Not that one. Um, Roy tries to locate a window cleaner who left his ladders in Roy's <laughs> flat. Moss becomes a member Sorry. of the strange secret elite club of countdown champions. And Jen investigates what's going on in the heads of department meetings. It's all gold. It's all gold. So, how did things meet your expectations? Well, I really think that it's very Seinfeldian, you know, in its structure. Obviously, 
it's a different um you know it um it's like it's like Seinfeld with nerds you know like mm-hmm. you have your um you have your Elaine Mm-hmm. And then, like, the two main dudes, mm-hmm. you know, Jerry and the bald guy, Jason Alexander's character. Mm-hmm. Costanza. Costan- jo- uh, George Costanza. George. Um, and, you know, they they seem to make up their own, like, language, like Cockney neck. Oh, right. Like, speaking Cockney too long, you, you injure yourself and you have to have, like, that neck brace on. Right, because you have to um, speak in man talk the Cockney accent to discuss sports. Right. With, it's the real man way to do things. So that's that's so, that's such a Seinfeld thing. The the idea that Jen goes out temporarily with the guy who looks like a magician. That's, that's a Seinfeld. That is, I wouldn't yeah. all be surprised if there was a Seinfeld where Elaine goes out <laughs> <laughs> with a guy and has to break up with him. Like, that's the shallowness of, like, she has to break up with him because he looks like a magician. Mm-hmm. That's very seinfeld I think. So, that's the only thing I was actually really proud of. It's not really an ethnically diverse cast, exactly. I mean, the man-dude-bro gang had a random black guy in there, I think. And there's the guy, uh, when we get to that... Are we going to talk about bo- all the episodes... All, both the episodes sort of together? Um, I was going to ask you what you would like to, what you would prefer to do. I think it kind of makes sense to go back and forth because I, because this, like the, um, in the, uh, the countdown, final mm-hmm. countdown show, uh, episode, there's the, there's the Matrix-like Asian guy. Right. But like, that's, that whole, uh, <laughs> the Matrix just has like this obvious ethnic diversity that's like, very it look it seems very planned you know mm-hmm. like it's ethnically diverse but like the two the male and female leads are white people right <laughs> so like anyway to have that guy the guy who plays the matrix like guy he's an asian dude mm-hmm. I, it's like that that situation where you have to like it, you can't just have a person of a random ethnicity. There has to be a reason for him to be there. So Benedict Wong played Prime. Prime. That That's was right. his name. <laughs> and then the um, the guy that Moss went up against in in the street countdown, his name was Negative One. <laughs> right, right, and Moss was Word. Word, yeah, That's that so, was their secret code names that's for so eight for eight plus, which is the club you get into, like an actual club, like a nightclub. When you um, when you win at least eight games of Countdown, which as Americans we didn't know if that's a real game or not, but you looked it up. So it is. It's a British television show. Uh. Countdown is a British television show involving word and number tasks. It is broadcast on Channel 4. That's where their frivolous things are. And is currently pre- uh, presented by Nick Hewer, assisted by Rachel Riley. She actually has a Vanna White-like role where she, like, oh. when you choose a vowel, or a, a, vowel, a vowel or a consonant, she puts it up on the board for you. And then there's a Lexa... Uh, Lexicon, lexicographer? Lexico- lexicographer. Lexicographer. Susie Dent. 
oh, is she the one that would judge and be like, this is a word, or this is not a word. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a word, and the joke makes sense. That's how they ended the street. The street countdown. Right, the, the, the fight club. <laughs> right. I'm the, sure there Well, the other... first rule is to tell everyone about it, because it's a fun game. And more people should do it, right? That's what he said. You're right. The opposite. There's that. There's that Fight Club meme that goes around. Uh, it's like a. It's a. It's like a tweet sort of. It's a tweet, and it says, uh, "Boy, last night was my first time at Fight Club. I came a little late. I didn't hear the <laughs> rules. But boy, I can't say enough great things about Fight Club." Good stuff. When I was on Captain Game Show one time, um, John had a question where it was like, tell me tell me the rules of Fight Club. Well, I only seen Fight Club once, so I only knew the first rule. Well, somebody buzzed in before me and was like, the first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's it. I don't know anything. But that's also And John fun. was like, no, I think you know. You know it. Come on. And I'm like, no, I really don't. And he's like. The second rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> like, oh, I did know it. I just didn't know that I knew it. It's like the three most important things about real estate. Location, location, location. <laughs> right. That's a trick question. Yes. Thanks a lot. So what is your rating after we watched it? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep her at uh, four point five. I I love it. I want to watch them in order now. Oh, I want to watch all of them. I love. I didn't realize that uh, Chris O'Dowd uh-huh. was in it. I love him. I loved mm-hmm. him in Moon Boy. Oh, I don't think I watched that. Moon Boy was this Irish show where uh, Chris plays the imaginary friend of this boy. And his the imaginary friend happens to be like a thirty five year old man, uh-huh. and the boy is like eight, mm-hmm. and so they have these adventures together. When when he's alone, um, you know, no one can see his imaginary friend, obviously, but he, you see the the embodiment of the invisible friend is is Chris Chris O'Dowd, and they anyway, it's very it's very charming and cute and. Like they dress identically. Like if <laughs> the little boy's in like ridiculous pajamas, then Chris <laughs> is also in ridiculous pajamas. Oh, that's cute. Those those little boy hats with like the big tassel, the, the big right. the big tassel on top. Like they both have that kind of hat on with the ear flaps. <laughs> there may have been ear flaps. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm real psyched. I'm real psyched to watch. Uh, Good. To watch I do like it. Makes me laugh a lot, which leads me into some general discussion is I had forgotten there was a laugh track and I know you don't like laugh tracks I don't like to be told where to laugh like I feel like I'm not super smart I'm not very smart at all I I don't know how I make it to work every day without getting lost but uh, I feel like I'm being talked down to when mm-hmm. like you don't know this is a joke we're gonna go ahead and put in a laugh track I think it's I think that's ridiculous. Or, and even when it's, um, I think a show, like a, they don't do that with movies, you know. Mm-hmm. With movies, it's not like we got to tell everyone where to laugh. Right. It's like TV shows. Like TV shows, you know that whole like, 
uh, taped in front of a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole thing. Like, the idea of trying to make television like theater, you know, like in that aspect, in the live mm-hmm. live audience aspect, like, I, I think it's a, I think it needs to be two separate things. I need, I think we should have, we, live theater should be live theater and TV shows sh- should be TV shows, just the way movies aren't presented with, like, a built-in audience. That's ridiculous. That's true, but you also have a lot more music in movies, which tells you how you should feel about a particular scene. So, like, you don't have the, um, you don't have the audience going, ha, 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 but you have, like, the, um, like the happy music Virginia or you have the suspenseful like oh my god I'm gonna scream right now but it's just like that weird violin screeching noise that's Halloween in a different story but same idea yes I don't need to tell you that on the Golden Girls when something intense happened before the last commercial break, uh-huh. and like everyone's kind of bummed out, uh-huh. what's the music you hear? It's sad. Do 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 do. <laughs> right? It's the theme song. Yes, but it's sad, sad and golden slowed down. Girls. <laughs> sad and slowed down. There's still a little bit of scoring. And... But I'm saying it's not to the extent as it is in movies. You have like a whole two and a half hour long score for freaking adventures or something and you like run the whole gamut of emotions something like golden girls you have maybe the opening theme the ending theme and like commercial breaks fine then score the whole goddamn show i don't (laughs) care like that'd be great and this what actually in a weird kind of way though too this this show has so much production. It has the production value of a of a movie, not a TV show. Like the scene where like fifteen cop cars go by. <laughs> now it may have been they cut back and forth between the kissing boys and the the cop cars. The co- so it, was, it may it may have been the same three right or four going in a going in a circle that we don't see. But almost to the point of absurdity, sending all of these cop cars to catch for four. three or four armed robbers. Like, they're not Terminators. They're just three dudes. And it's not like, I don't know if Britain, if uh, London would have the equivalent of, like, a SWAT team. Like, it's all just these little, like, hatchbacks or whatever. Like, right. these little dinky cars. It wasn't, like, these big vans that are filled with, like, gear you can throw on and storm into the well, <laughs> storm yeah, into the hiding place. It's not America, you know. But where we militarize our police force yeah. anyway. Well, they don't even do they carry guns now? The for the longest time Bobbies, the the British do not police officers didn't even carry guns. Which um which if you don't want to accidentally shoot someone, maybe don't have a gun with you. True. Because here, here's the thing. Oh, see, I didn't mean to get political, but I just want to say this. Guns only kill when they're used for their specifically designed purpose. Yep. We can move on, though. Yes. And tasers aren't even that safe, either. Yeah, you can you can, you can, can give someone a friggin' they, heart attack, can't you? Well, Stop their the high school that my stepdaughter went to, um, some sort of altercation occurred, and they tased... A child, a high school child, oh. um, 
and he fell and hit his head and went into a coma for several weeks. So I'm like, you know, maybe learn some other ways to subdue, you know, problematic children. Anyways. So the production value Mm -hmm. of this movie, amazing. Like not just... Television program. Well, it's like a movie. That's why I I, I misspoke. Please excuse me. I know I misspoke. But yeah, the production value was amazing. Not just like they would they would go out of their way to film a thing that you wouldn't normally do in a in a in a sitcom mm-hmm. like when in the are we not men episode mm-hmm. where they're like getting closer and closer to these dudes uh-huh. and closer and closer to actually like you know having to go to a football game and they're like well we just don't want this to go too far and the very next cut is like them miserable sitting at a football <laughs> game like that's like the kind of thing you'd see in a movie not a tv show right like for a it's not even a five minute scene that they're there can i tell you that scene reminds me of you and i trying to figure out olympic sports like curling or soccer, because we don't, we don't really watch what we Americans call soccer, what everybody else calls football. Right. We don't really watch it on a regular basis, but we did watch some of the World Cup. So it's like, when we watch, we are moss when we're trying to figure out other sports. Like, this one kicked the ball over here. Oh, that seemed to have garnered a round of applause. And Oh, do I spin this thing now? Nope, it's not a good thing happening. Okay, yeah. Like... It's he was miserable though. He really was. <laughs> we when we watch when we watch curling, we're enjoying. Oh yeah. We're enjoying like the confu- in the confusion. We're finding adventure <laughs> and enjoyment of this bizarre to us sport. Right. And soccer can be unbelievably interesting and exciting if you kind of know what's going on. How do they run? Up and down the pitch, nonstop. It's amazing. For like freaking 90 minutes or something. Well, no, it's 45 minutes to a half, I think. I don't know. This is how much I know about soccer. We should we should go on we should go on Bluffball and find out. <laughs> Bluffball.com. Bluffball.com is the the fake website that Moss uses to sort of fake his way through sports conversations with sports-minded uh, impl- uh, co-workers. Co-workers, yeah. <laughs> like, what What was it they said? Can you believe the... Uh, 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 absurd, or can you believe the... Can you believe the thing that happened last night? And they're like, yeah, so-and-so shouldn't have sent so-and-so in that so early. early. Yeah, Arsenal just... really likes to play to walk it in or something like that. Like, he do- n- none of us know what he just said, but it sounds good and believable. <laughs> it's true. Let's see. I'm looking up to see if there's really a bluffball.com. So, someone searched for... Bluffball real Google you know Google like anticipates <laughs> There's a Reddit about it. Nine years later, buff, bluffball.com is still helping me fit in with my football friends. <laughs> so like it's evidently a thing, but it was um, the creators of the show actually made 
Oh. And it actually, that's so funny. It was like art inspiring real life. Mm -hmm. And it really does the thing. Yeah. It does the thing that it's supposed to do. Oh my gosh, that's fine. Oh, you know what? It's not It's not up anymore, though. Bluffballs.com right now. Bluffballs? It goes to, like, one of those... Um, Need to register your domain pages. Yeah, like, oh, would you like this domain also? But it's... So it's... It, oh. Oh, so here's the lines. Did you see that ridiculous display last night? That's what it was. Last night's match was terrible. You'll have to, oh, these are just random ones, not the whole. Oh, what was Wagner thinking sending in Walcott That's that right. early? But it's like, we're, we're having a laugh is meaning, like, they're just effing around. Right. So, the funniest part, I mean, this whole episode was funny, but, but I really loved. Wait, can I interrupt you? Yes. I'm going to read one more line from bluffball.com. Okay. Okay. Once you once you've seen Forrest lose to Doncaster on a cold wet Tuesday night, you've seen all of football. <laughs> I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> Isn't it? It's interesting to me. Like when something gets more specific and unrelatable, it somehow gets funnier. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. You were saying. Um. So the whole storyline with Roy. Oh, I'm gonna help out these new friends that I made, and then like in the background, they're all trying on their ski masks and it's not like very smart. checking the guns and stuff. He's and hearing, he's, just... he's hearing the 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 very very obvious click of a of a shotgun. And he's just he's so clueless. Like I laughed so hard when he finally realized. They're robbing no. the store, but he doesn't know that they're them. It's when it's he it's when the funniest thing to me is when he realizes it's them. Right. Like, oh, they're robbing the store. Oh my goodness. And now they're coming out. They're coming out right towards me. They're getting in my car. He almost finishes he the sentence. He called the police. He does. <laughs> he called the police. And he just oh my god, it's so funny. It's so funny. Like, like, cluelessness is so funny. Oh, I had another thought about um, production value that I didn't finish. Oh, sorry. It's okay. So, um, like I said, I, I expected their workspace to be, like, you know, a, a place for drudgery, and I expected, you know, gray cubicle walls and a They're very... They're in the basement. A very unpleasant... I expected an unpleasant environment. Okay, a basement doesn't sound very pleasant. But their their workspace is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like there's all kinds of cool posters and images on the wall, and there's tons of toys and cool old computers. There's vintage cameras. There's old school video game equipment. The set design is just absolutely amazing. It's fun to just sort of like when they're in that office. I'm just sort of not quite listening to them, and I'm looking at all the stuff in the background. I'm like I think is that Rock'em Sock'em <laughs> Robots back there. Good stuff. Yes. Did you notice his pixelated Roy's pixelated Kermit shirt? What does that mean? I don't know, but it was funny. He it, it had like little type on the bottom. Oh, I didn't see that. But I don't know what. Yeah, it was too small to see. So, I had told you kind. I told you about this a, a little, I think. But I oh. one of the first opening lines for the second episode that we watched, someone 
in the workplace calls down to IT and Roy says hello this is IT have you tried turning it off and back on again <laughs> like that's just that's the, the greeting that's the greeting because that's what every like every time I call IT at work okay have you tried turning it off and Yes, I've tried turning it on. Like, I do that before I even call you. Thank you. Maybe that's what how you should call them. <laughs> Hi, this is Virginia. I did try turning it off and back on again. <laughs> there is one. I don't want to spoil it for you, but there is one episode where um, either Moss or Jen uh, challenge Roy to not say that phrase for one whole day. <laughs> that's funny. It's a pretty funny episode. And do they... Are, are they able to communicate that information, but just in a circuitous way? I don't want to tell you. Because <laughs> you want to watch all the episodes. Again, that sounds very Seinfeldian. And I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean that in a pejorative sense, even though I don't really like Seinfeld. So, do you want to talk... So, the, the B-plot in the Countdown episode was Jen going to this manager's meeting. Trying to go to it. Trying to go to it. <laughs> but... The um the supervisor, the boss, I don't know what his name is because he wasn't really primary in the episodes that we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a long time since I watched this. Anyway, so he just sort of cracks the door open like, what do you want? And she's <laughs> like, I'm here for the meeting. Oh, uh, no. And closes the door. So her whole thing is, what's going on in this meeting that they don't want me there? I'm a department head. Yeah. And so... When she finally is, because she sees people going into the room with robes on. Yeah. Dressing gowns is what she calls them. Uh-huh. So she's all sly, and I'm going to put a dressing gown over my work clothes. Well, she thinks there's going to be massages in there. Right. And she believes that her human rights are being violated. Yes. If she's, not, if she's missing out on massage. So what's happening when she gets through the door? Sexy aerobics dancing. Well, awkwardly. Awkwardly sexy aerobics dancing. (laughs) Would you like to talk about the... I mean, do you want to go to this guy's aerobic class is what I'm saying. No, I don't think... There's a lot of pelvic thrusting, a lot of bending over, sexy, sexily. So, okay. So normally I'm like, you know what? If it doesn't affect me, I don't care what you do. Like... It doesn't bother me what you're into if it's a consensual situation. That dancing is something that I would protest. (laughs) No one should get to do that. Oh, man. Like, it wasn't even just thrusting. He did this strange thing. I I don't want to. Hip rotation. I don't want to hurt my back uh, trying to emulate (laughs) it, but it was like his hips, like, moved like forwards and back. Imagine a stomach staying in one position, but then the. Somehow the hips rotating. Mm-hmm. He had some kind of weird. Uh, uh, what's that uh, condition? Ehlers Danlos, like oh. like a like a hyperextension. He, yeah, he must have had some hypermobility. He had some uh, other. <laughs> Am I being ableist now because I'm saying this shouldn't happen and it's probably <laughs> it's probably double jointed and has a condition. I mean. I don't know because like there are people who really have that condition. Yeah. But he he did seem very flexible in all the wrong ways. Yeah. Yeah. Like please do not thrust your junk into the area of my like viewing pleasure, which is not pleasurable anymore. Absolutely not. Can we talk about 
I th- this is what I think happened regarding his outfit. Mm-hmm. There was a meeting about trying to find a way to make him as unsexy as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, he has, like, those hairy legs, but then, like, socks that sort of, ins- like, like accentuate it. Like, they found just the right height for the for his waist, uh-huh. his waistline, to be the least flattering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Every- shorty shorts. <laughs> yeah, like... Hot pink shorty shorts. But they're also, like, jumper style, right? They seem to be almost connected to the shirt, maybe? Maybe. Maybe later hosen? I'm not sure. I wasn't looking directly at... (laughs) It was hard to watch. I got to admit, I'm just... It's sort of like when when some guy comes in and grabs a girl's purse. Like, they did an Oprah about this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They did an Oprah show about this. I can't believe, I can't believe I used to watch Oprah, like, all the time. But the, the episode was about, um, was about crime and about witnesses and things like that. And she sort of opened the show and she was like, you know, today we're going to talk about witnesses and crimes and blah, blah, blah. But then, like, unbeknownst to her, her, um, her studio audience, she had a guy run in, pretend to be a criminal, run in grab a woman's purse in the front row and run out, you know? Mm-hmm. And then so everyone was like, so Oprah was like, okay, this was our first experiment. Come up to the mic if you can if you can identify that guy. And everyone had all different, like, right. nobody, nobody got it right. Nobody got it a little bit right. Everyone had a different idea of what the guy looked like. Even his race, they didn't know what he was wearing. See, I've seen enough Law and Order to know that eyewitness accounts are frequently not reliable. Yeah. As we found out in Twelve Angry Men as well when we watched that movie, that one old lady who wore glasses said that she saw the murder happen across the apartment building and the train. Oh, See, so we, they're not always reliable. Can we not talk about that movie again? <laughs> Why? You didn't like it? No, it was just one of those things like where there, there was a tediousness about it. that. Oh. I liked it. I like it. There you have it. So, um, they were kind of short episodes, so I didn't have a whole lot of notes. Do you have more things? Um, I have one more thing. Okay. But then later you're going to ask me if I have anything else. Probably. So let's wait. Because I always ask you. So let's wait. So would you like to guess if it passed the Bechdel test? uh, Okay. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the two episodes. Are we not men? I just I'm gonna be lazy and just say no. And the other one, uh, they both have to be no's. They're both no's. Yeah. Jan is the only named female character. Like really? when when she well she didn't talk to them, but when she finally went into the aerobics class slash meeting, mm-hmm. there were other women in there. But I don't think they were named, and she didn't really talk to them because she was in shock that now she was going to have to do aerobics in her work clothes mm-hmm. and high heels. I, and you know what? I just thought of something. If she thought she was on her way to a massage, wouldn't she be like naked or in a or in something like very loose like fitting, like pajama pants or something? Under her, yeah, under her robe. Because usually a that wouldn't be as funny though. It's true. It's true. I'm willing to suspend disbelief for that. So, fail. 
Um, maybe some of the other ones pass. I don't remember. Like I said, it's been a really long time since I watched this. Is the cat is the is the the regular cast bigger than just those like four people? Um, it's those three people are the main characters. Plus the they have a few recurring characters. Oh, okay. So, so, like, the boss guy, the head boss guy, wasn't in one of the episodes that we watched. Are We Not Men? I don't think he was in that episode. Because in TV shows, there's, like, words for certain things. There's, like, and they get paid differently depending on their role. Well, I don't know about British television, but there's, like, mm-hmm. series regulars. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's guests, special guests, and then there's background characters. There's, anyway, there's different. I think they're probably recurring. Recurring There's characters. one... See, I don't want to spoil it for you. There's one um, goth guy who makes several appearances. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Just the idea is funny. So, are there any pop culture references you now understand? I mean, I don't. I mean, I kind of understand now why people uh, keep saying, like, oh, you need to see the IT crowd, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yeah, not nothing per se. I mean, it's one of those shows where it's there's just it's so thick with references. Mm-hmm. A reference to it would be a movie reference of another movie or TV show. So no, not really. So oh, there's although sorry, I have seen, I have seen and not understood T-shirts people wearing of like the three pixelated character uh, main oh. characters. Uh-huh. Like where the there's that guy. Uh, Moss has that very distinct uh, silhouette of hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that very, like, I don't know what that do is called. The moss. Right. That's what we should call it, the moss. (laughs) I've seen just, without any words, I've seen a t-shirt with just those three characters, and I'm like, okay, I don't don't know what I'm, I don't know how to interact with you. (laughs) So, moss is very popular in the meme world. Mm. Um, The... The scene where he's like, and the man just kicked the ball over there, and now he's kicking it over there, and blah. Um, that's a very popular gif. Gif. Um, sorry, I have to think about it every time. You can say it however way. I'm. I'm willing to. I'm willing to. to I'm, me, I'm no longer willing to die on that hill. But go ahead. It's just my mind goes to graphics, so I want to say gif, but I know it's the opposite of what I think it is, and it takes my mind a minute to switch. Anyways. So there's a, it is graphical. There is so a gif anyway. of him of that scene of him saying those things mm-hmm. that a lot of non-sports people like uh. to post when it's like World Series time or football time, American uh. football time, where it's like we don't understand what's happening. So here's this gif, um, and yep. there's also we didn't watch this episode, but there's also a really popular one where Moss is sitting at his desk. And there's like his trash can is on fire, and he's just like, just working, just work, looking over at the fire, like not paying attention. I don't know what's happening, just like everything's on fire, and there's nothing I can do about it. Just like that dog in that. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's it's fine. Everything's or, fine. Everything's fine. Is that mm-hmm. the is that the phrase? <laughs> With that unsure look, that just just barely unsure face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I like a few Moss memes. Those are pretty good. I don't see as many with the other two characters. Yeah, I don't really honestly see that many meme m- memes because I'm not on the, I'm not, I'm not tweetering. You're not on the Twitters? Hmm. Or the Facebooks? What, what were the? 
Oh. Roy refers to like friend book page Jit- or something. Uh, Jitter was the, Jitter. the Jitter. Twitter um, and friend face maybe. <laughs> I don't remember what his Facebook one was. Friend face. Jitter. I do remember Jitter. Jitter is good. Um. So this mo- uh, this show ended in 2013. So this may not apply. But how would the how would the show be different with today's technology? I mean, you still like I just said. I still call it. Turn it, turn it off, turn it back on again. So that <laughs> hasn't changed in six years. No. You know, it's weird, like, so far, and maybe it's, maybe more so if we watch the first season, but, like, there's very little actual IT work happening yeah. at all. <laughs> you know? Um, I, I don't, and yeah, I, st- I still think if you're trying to fit in with other people that you'd find maybe there'd be an app and not a, oh, not a maybe not a website there like might, a bluff ball there might app. actually be an app I, I don't know although they were using iPhones it looks like mm-hmm. so it probably wasn't pre-iPhone that they were, they were yeah doing. I think these episodes came out in maybe 2010 and 2012 yeah so yeah and they look like first adopters anyway so mm-hmm. they'd have the best so do you have anything else to discuss I want to say that the title sequence is so great. Oh my goodness. It, the, those little um, 8-bit versions of the characters. The ones on the t-shirt that I mm-hmm. hadn't recognized. I didn't understand what they were. Those are so cute, so well done. Um, and then just the fact that it goes into one of those... The, the title sequence ends with like a... Um, a fatal error blue screen of oh, death yeah. like windows thing and those orange the those little orange boxes that give you some sort of information mm-hmm. like and it has the i think the director maybe the writer director's name kind of bounces around in one of those little orange boxes it reminds me of that orange screen on windows where uh-huh. it would say it is now safe to turn off your computer it was like that color orange <laughs> you know i thought that was uh that was brilliant. Brilliant. So, that about wraps it up. You can find us on a bunch of platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. You can find a lot of other great shows there, like Captain Game Show that we talked about earlier. Yay. So, check that out. And as for us, just go to WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com to find links, social media, and contact information. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies or TV shows we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching Revenge of the Nerds. Dun dun dun. Nerds! You don't have to like edit that loud noise you just made, right? Thanks for listening.